Yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy and in today's video we are going to be doing a super flex mock draft, a 10 team super flex mock draft at that. We're actually going to randomize our draft position for this draft. This was requested by one of my commenters down below in the comments. Not really one of my commenters, just one of my subscribers who left a note and said, hey, can you please do this draft? I'm going to try to do drafts for everyone in the comment. Now, obviously I don't post 30,000 mock drafts a day, so I can't do it for everyone, but I will try to go ahead and give you guys a variety of mock drafts, a variety of type of league types as well as sizes of the league as well as settings of the league so before I get into it I'd like to ask you guys could please go down below and click that subscribe button it's free and I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship so without further ado let's get into the mock draft like I said, I had to randomize the draft position, so we're going to go ahead and do that. Now, also, guys, if you guys are new to the channel, please make sure to actually go down below, and you can actually check out my draft guide. It is $7.50 for the month of August. I produce content every single day on there. Well, not really on there. I don't put out content every day, but I will keep updating it until draft season is obviously over. And I would also appreciate if you guys check out my video from earlier on must-own wide receivers like my guys at the wide receiver position, part number two. So 10-team, half PPR mock draft, super flex. If you guys don't know what super flex is pretty much that's having a second flex that is going to be a quarterback pretty much 100 of the time you can start quarterback running back wide receiver or tight end but the goal is to start a quarterback at that position so for fantasy pro sake i went ahead and put it as two quarterbacks because that actually makes the drafts line up more realistically than if you put it as super flex since the computer just goes fucking they just go ape shit when you go ahead and do that. So it's two quarterbacks, but it's really super flex. Two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, flex, kicker, defense, and six bench spots. We're going to be drafting up against the ADP of a bunch of different websites as well as the composite best ball ADP. So we're going to get right into this draft. So like I said, we are drafting from the fifth overall spot since we randomed. Likely a quarterback may be taken before it is our pick. And by good golly, two quarterbacks were taken before it was our turn. Just kidding. They were not. Only one. So if we look at the board, it was Christian McCaffrey followed by Lamar Jackson, Ezekiel Elliott, and Saquon Barkley. That should not surprise you at all. If you're in a two-quarterback league or a super flex league, strategy pretty much identical because you want to make sure that you have two quarterbacks starting every single week in your lineup. The quarterbacks just score so much more points than the running back, wide receiver, or tight end you could put in that super flex spot that there's no reason to even look the way of a different position. So we're going to go ahead here and try and find ourselves a quarterback, or maybe we can go ahead and wait and draft a running back that is still available here because this is a 10-team league, so the quarterback value will still fall, but I kind of don't want to miss out on Patrick Mahomes here. So we're going to go ahead and see who is still available on the draft board obviously the whole pretty much the whole fucking draft is available since only four picks happen so we could either go with my favorite quarterback the number one quarterback in my fantasy football rankings Patrick Mahomes we could go Alvin Kamara for the better running back we could go ahead and go Michael Thomas or Devonta Adams if we were feeling wide receiver but especially in a super flex league I'm not feeling wide receiver at all in the first round. Now, the question is, we're at the 105, so we pick again right in the middle. We're stuck in the middle. This is why I hate doing these middle picks, but this is why I do mock drafts. So I can go ahead and explain to you guys why I prefer different spots in the draft. But in the middle of the draft, you're kind of stuck in the same position the whole fucking draft. You're just smack in the middle there. You can't go and just, you know, fuck around after you make your pick because at the at, when you're on one of the turn type of picks or no tiered to the end or the beginning of the draft, you can kind of fuck around for a little bit and then make your pick. But in this spot, 
No, you're stuck there, locked and loaded, just making sure you're paying attention. So, right now, to me, the pick is pretty clear. And since I believe that I can find two quarterbacks later that I would really like to draft onto my team, I'm going to go ahead and stay away from Patrick Mahomes here. Now, I will not argue at all if you want to go Patrick Mahomes here. I just believe from the mock drafts I have done in the past on my own that my team looks better when I go a running back early, even in super flex or double quarterback league. So, we're going to go ahead here and select Alvin Kamara as my first overall pick out of New Orleans Saints. Obviously, this guy's a beast. I've talked him up a million times on my channel. Last year, we kind of saw the floor play of Mr. Alvin Kamara. He finished as a top 10 running back. Wasn't the greatest running back to ever grace the NFL, but he was pretty good. And But we have seen him play even better, and I think that's how we see him play in 2020. So now if we will go ahead and look at the draft board after we went ahead and drafted Alvin Kamara, Pat Mahomes cut the board, followed by Derek Henry, Kyler Murray, Michael Thomas, Dalvin Cook, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, and Deshaun Watson. So after Lamar Jackson, one, two, three, four, five total quarterbacks came off the board, and one team went with an early stack of Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Now, personally, I don't really love going with that strategy right there, since you could pretty much go ahead and just assume that you could have gotten right there at that pick. You could have went with Patrick Mahomes right in the first round, and then the second round, you could have went with a running back like Miles Sanders, like Josh Jacobs, or a wide receiver. The only one wide receiver has been taken, so you can get a top-tier wide receiver in Devontae Adams there, but instead you go with double quarterback. You're not even getting a quarterback that I really love all that much in Deshaun Watson, so I just don't really understand doing this. Now, obviously, there's a variety of strategies that will work in Superflex, but personally, that's not the strategy I would like to go to. So looking at the board right now, the quarterbacks are being taken at a rapid rate, but there's no one really calling my name in the second round. I just don't feel like Josh Allen is so much of a step above these other guys to want to draft him here in the second round. I'd much rather wait until the third round to go ahead and snag my first quarterback. So now it's a case of do I want to get a running back or do I want to go ahead and select a wide receiver with my second overall pick? To me, really, you can go either way here. I'm more of a running back consistent guy. I like to go ahead and attack the running back position early so that I'm not completely disappointed in like the fourth round, especially in a super flex league. I feel like the running back value might actually fall a bit further since the quarterbacks might come off the board. So it might not be as good of a strategy here to load up on the running backs, but still, it just takes not too much time for the running backs to really fall off a cliff and then you're taking guesses in like the fourth or fifth round of running back in a super flex league so I don't want to do that I want to make sure that I get my guys I'm going to go running back here I would not argue at all anyone wanting to go ahead and draft Devonta Adams here I would not go with Tyreek Hill here at all unless you went with Patrick Mahomes and you were going for the Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill stack which is something you could actually do uh, in leagues and is something that I would not hate doing especially in a super flex league where I actually feel like you're getting value draft drafting a quarterback early, whereas in like a normal regular one quarterback league, I would not want to be doing that at all since I just feel like the quarterback picks are wasted early in that kind of a league. So now we're going to go ahead and double dip into the running back while we already have Alvin Kamara of the New Orleans Saints. So now you can go ahead and mix and match any of these running backs. Right here, I'd be okay taking Josh Jacobs. I'd be okay taking Austin Eckler. I'd be okay taking uh, CEH. And I might be okay taking Miles Sanders. I'm not the biggest on the Miles Sanders trend. I like him. I like Kenyon Drake as well. So there's like six choices at the running back position so let me know of the guys I just listed Clyde Edwards Hilaire Kenyon Drake Miles Sanders Josh Jacobs or Austin Eckler who would your pick be here in the second round or would it be Josh uh, Allen or Matt Ryan let me know down below in the comments so to me the pick is going to be Josh Jacobs or Austin Eckler
I just like those guys the most out of the group, and I draft all these guys all the time, so I might actually want to diversify and pick CEH. Now that Damian Williams has opted out, I really liked CEH before, but now I'm even further solidified on my hype train of him, since I think Damian Williams opting out certifies the fact that he's going to be the RB1 for the first couple of weeks. I thought it may take a couple of weeks into the season before CEH hopped on the saddle, started spanking the horse's ass, and was riding it into the end zone all season long. So now we can go to go, going to go ahead and pick a running back, and to me, I'm going to go ahead and stick with my gut and go with my main man, Josh Jacobs, a guy who I can see being the rushing leader in the NFL. And since it's a half PPR league, it doesn't necessarily put more uh, put more weight in drafts. You got like Austin Eckler, who I think is going to catch a zillion passes. I think Josh Jacobs is going to see an increase in the passing game. I just don't really see him catching a zillion balls like I could potentially see Mr. Uh, Austin Eckler doing. But I still like Austin Eckler. It would have been a, it's a tough, difficult pick for me there, definitely, between those two guys. So looking at the board, we could see that uh, Devontae Adams came off the board, followed by Tyreek Hill, R Miles Sanders, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Kenyon Drake, Julio Jones, and Chris Godwin. So if you notice, the fact that the quarterback value kind of dipped off, we haven't seen a single quarterback come off the board in those last nine picks. So that makes you think, will anyone take another quarterback after I make my pick here? Will I have to dip into the, the quarterback well, or can I wait is the real question. I really see a drop off, though. After these two guys, I don't love Drew Brees. I'm not all aboard the Drew Brees hype train. I do like Tom Brady, but it does get a bit dicey after that. So do I want to go ahead and solidify and get my quarterback now, or should I wait until later? That is the real question. I think I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger because I think that the quarterbacks will be taken after me. you got to go ahead and envision in your mind what is going to happen now. Two teams here, actually only one team here, only has one quarter has zero quarterbacks so they're likely to take at least one and other teams could take two so if I want to go ahead and get Josh Allen or Matt Ryan here it's not necessarily likely that they will fall to me in the fourth round that's kind of why you got to use the draft board to your advantage by being able to look ahead so here we're to go ahead and draft a quarterback now to me it's a toss-up between Josh Allen and Matt Ryan I think Matt Ryan obviously the better passer but Josh Allen might be the better fantasy quarterback due to the fact that he is that rushing upside he's a guy that's a lock for five to seven rushing touchdowns every single year. Matt Ryan is a lock to be good this year because I talk about the Matt Ryan theorem. It's him being good one year, so I'll finish as like a top 15 quarterback, and then next year is great. He's literally number two, and then he's back again at like number 12, and then he's number two again. Last year was a good year. This year should be his great year, and I might end up moving Matt Ryan above Josh Allen in my rankings. I love both of these guys so much, but I'm going to go ahead and stick with my rankings and draft Josh Allen here, but I would not argue at all if you went ahead and drafted Mr. Matthew Ice onto your roster here, especially if you can go ahead and draft Matt Ryan and then snag in the next round a guy like Calvin Ridley and get that nice old stack. So if we look at the draft board after we went ahead and picked Josh Allen, Clyde Edwards Lair came off the board, followed by Austin Eckler, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Aaron Rodgers, Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, Amari Cooper, and Jonathan Taylor. I don't know what Team 10 was thinking when they went ahead and drafted Aaron Rodgers over a guy like Matt Ryan, even ahead of Tom Brady, Drew Brees. That guy was smoking crack, as Stephen A. Smith said. Uh, that was like a really funny fucking internet clip a couple of years ago. If you guys remember that, you know, that is a mental meme right there. I hope you guys have been enjoying this video, and if you have been enjoying this far, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. It's free, and I put out content every single day, like I said, at the top of the video to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football video. Like I said, this is, or not the fantasy football, video the fantasy football championship this is the second video of the day i try to produce two videos every single goddamn day so right now 
I would pick Matt Ryan, but if I'm being completely honest with you, it seems like stealing. It seems like there's no way in all fuck some dumbass drafts Aaron Rodgers ahead of him. I think he should be off the board, so for that reason, I feel like I would be disingenuous if I picked him here, since I don't think he would be here, because there's no way anyone would actually pick Aaron Rodgers over him, except for if you're in a league with a bunch of cheeseheads or in a league with a bunch of people who just believe in name value. They're thinking Aaron Rodgers is the fucking GOAT since they saw him play really good a couple of years ago. Aaron Rodgers is still good, but I just think the fact that they like to run the ball more there under Mr. Matt LaFleur over Mr. Mike McCarthy was very pass heavy. That Aaron Rodgers just is not the pick there for me, especially in the third round. So here the pick would be Matt Ryan, but I just honestly do not believe that he is going to be here at this pick. So we're going to go ahead and dip our toes into the wide receiver well. Since the wide receivers here, there is a plethora of good wide receivers here. It's kind of a shit show at the running back position. There is a tight end here that I actually like a lot in Mark Andrews, who I would also consider here in the fourth round. But I want to go ahead and start off my wide receivers strong to either go with DJ Moore or Allen Robinson. I really like both of these guys. I'm going to go ahead and consult my rankings in my brain and the rankings tell me that DJ Moore is the better player. Now, why do I believe that? I do believe that Allen Robinson will be better this season due to the fact that Kissin' Titties Trubisky is likely out and Kissin' Titties Trubisky, not Kissin' Titties Trubisky, Nine Inch Nick Foles will be the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears, obviously elevating Allen Robinson's game by the fact that there's going to be better quarterback play. Allen Robinson has done it with some dog doo-doo quarterbacks. He's done it with Blake Bortles, the boat. He's done it with uh, Mr. Mitch Trubisky, so he can really do it with any quarterback, and I think Nick Foles just plays better than Mitch Trubisky, so I think that's increased there. You could either go either way, to be honest with you. I wouldn't argue either way necessarily have them so close to my rankings that I'm not going to go ahead and take my fucking sword out and go to battle against someone who is a Allen Robinson truther or DJ Moore truther. I don't give a fuck. You could fucking literally flip a coin pick one of them. That's why my rankings are tiered, because they're all in the same tier, the same tier of player. I think they're both going to be great, but I'm going to go ahead and select DJ Moore here, wide receiver of the Carolina Panthers. I think this system is very similar to the New Orleans system now in Carolina. It's hand the ball to Christian McCaffrey, pass the ball to Christian McCaffrey, or throw it to DJ Moore, just like in New Orleans. Hand the ball to Alvin Kamara, dump it off to Alvin Kamara, or throw it to Michael Thomas. It's not very complicated. I think Matt Rule and Joe Brady do a great job there in Carolina in their first season, and DJ Moore gets it cooking like he's Ezekiel Elliott, or he's cooking it up like he's fucking Gordon Ramsay, because Gordon Ramsay is magnifique. So now it is time to look at the draft board after we went ahead and selected DJ Moore. Mark Andrews came off the board, followed by Todd Gurley, Matty Ice, Chris Carson, Drew Brees, Allen Robinson, Tom Brady, and Carson Wentz. So quarterback train did end up flying out of the station, but we're just going to keep waiting here. We already have our one quarterback, and I think there's a decent amount of guys here that I like enough to where I can construct a quarterback two and a quarterback three out of the rest of these players. I do think I like Matt Stafford, though, above the rest. So that is where it's going to be the tough decision. Do I wait on quarterback? Two of these teams after our pick already has two. This guy doesn't even have a single fucking quarterback, so I'm going to have to do it if I want Matt Stafford. That's why you look ahead. Yet again, further, further information there and further examples of why you want to go ahead and do that. Look ahead. Use your goddamn noggin. So now we are going to go ahead and draft quarterback Matthew Stafford of the Detroit Lions. Now, Matt Stafford out the gate last season, the first eight games of the season, this guy was taking the defense and raw-dogging them, literally blowing his load straight up the defense's 
Giannis's ass. He was looking like he could have been the MVP of the league. Now, obviously, they were showing all the highlight tapes of Lamar Jackson because, sure, the guy running the ball a million times, juking the fuck out of defenders and scoring touchdowns for like 50 yards out is more impressive to the eyes. But Matt Stafford was making throws like Patrick Mahomes, some no-look passes. He was looking like a actual amazing quarterback, like the best Matt Stafford we've ever seen. And then he got hurt. But I think that back injury is for the past, and he is going to be good to go to start the NFL season, and he is going to be firing on all cylinders, just like we saw Matty Snapback last year. Matthew Stafford has been a fantasy quarterback that has been very good for the last couple of years. The only year he was actually bad was not last year. It was the prior season due to the fact that he hurt his back, but he decided to play through it. He was like, oh, i got to put the team on my back. Darren Sharper, hold my dick. And he just kept going out there, and it just wasn't looking too hot for Matthew Stafford. But... That's just one year. He has been good the rest of the years. He's one of the more consistent quarterbacks to ever grace the NFL, especially in the NFL today. Very, very consistent quarterback on a week-in and week-out basis. Plus, the fact is their defense is not very hot. They're going to be getting stomped all over, and the offense is going to have to pass them out of these games. So after we went Matthew Stafford, a garbage pick of Odell Beckham Jr. comes off the board, followed by Daniel Jones, Juju Smith-Schuster, David Johnson, James Conner, Melvin Gordon, A.J. Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Cooper Cup, and DeAndre Swift. I'm going to be completely straight with you guys. I don't fucking understand the DeAndre Swift type train. I don't understand it. Last year, I was all aboard the Carry On Johnson train. Choo-choo-choo-choo. And you saw how that shit went. That train fell off the tracks. It got derailed. The track went underground. It flew to New Jersey and plowed me in the ass because I got screwed over by him. I had him in, like, every league. I was so high on him. They just don't run the ball in Detroit. They don't run the fucking ball. I understand DeAndre Swift's a good pass catching back, and I think that he will get the opportunity, but unless Carry On Johnson gets hurt... I don't even see a reason to draft him in the sixth round. I think I could see it myself really missing out on him by not drafting him in any league, but that's why I diversify. I probably will end up with some shares of him in a couple leagues since I play in so many leagues, but he is just not a real main target of mine for fantasy football in 2020. So right now our roster through six rounds is looking very solid. We have our two starting quarterbacks, our quarterback and our super flex, but obviously on the screen is just two quarterbacks to make it easy on fantasy pros. We got Joshy Allen and Matthew Stafford. Our running backs are Alvin Kamara and Josh Jacobs. And our wide receiver is DJ Moore. So the team is looking very, very balanced and very, very strong. Now, the real question is what position do we want to go with? There's so many wide receivers still available that the wide receiver value here is excelente in the sixth round, as they say in Mexico, because I am a fluent Spanish speaker. Not actually. I took two years of Spanish in high school as well as two semesters in college. So I'm fucking excellent at it. So the real question is running back or wide receiver. I think even though the value at wide receiver, the problem, yeah, we're going to have to go wide receiver because the value is just too strong here. Typically, I'm more on the Woods train over Adam Thielen. I actually have Adam Thielen ranked higher. I just have more fun drafting Robert Woods since I think his upside is tremendous, but so is Adam Thielen's. Come on, Stephon Diggs is gone. Adam Thielen is probably Kirk Cousins' favorite target in the NFL or like on his team. He fucking hated Stephon Diggs, so he's obviously the clear target there. He's going to tear it up this year, and I would not be surprised if there was a top six-ish finish for Adam Thielen this season. So I'm going to go ahead and draft him even in a more run-heavy type of system in Minneapolis uh, for the Minneapolis Miracle. Shout out to them when Stefan Diggs literally skull-fucked that team. I don't even remember always the Saints because they always beat the Saints. Shout out to all you Saints fans. So looking at the draft board now, after we went ahead and selected Adam Thielen, Mark Andrews came out the board. Not Mark Andrews. Mark Ingram came out the board, followed by Raheem Mostert, Devin Singletary, Calvin Ridley, Zach Ertz, Robert Woods, Darren Waller, Dave Montgomery. Interesting enough, Zach Ertz really fell into the seventh round. Typically you see Mark Andrews go 
around the time that, or not Mark Andrews go, you see Zach Ertz go round around ish in that same round ish range as Mark Andrews, and then they kind of wait a while, and then the other tight ends start to fly off the board. But tight ends are very confusing in every league. It's kind of different. Same thing with quarterbacks, where some leagues you'll see a zillion tight ends go in a row, and that's typically what you see. Though once a guy like Zach Ertz comes off the board, then you're gonna see a guy Darren Waller, then you're gonna see Hunter Henry, then you're gonna see Evan Ingram. All these guys fly off the board really fast. Typically in most leagues, that's what I have noticed. So now we have two running backs, two running back or two running backs, two wide receivers, and two quarterbacks. So a super balanced start to our roster. But now we need to go ahead and dip back in to the running back trend. And I'm gonna go ahead and draft a guy that typically I would draft Kareem Hunt here, but I'm really starting to get on board with the James White train. I actually think as an overall pick, he's just better. So we're gonna go ahead and select James White, running back of the New England Patriots. I would not be opposed to picking Kareem Hunt here though probably who I normally would pick, but I just think that James White is going to be excellente in that New England offense with Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton is really going to be dumping the ball off to him a lot. I think this New England system really dominates when James White is on the field, so I'm going to go ahead and select James White here in the seventh round. Might be a slight reach since he's normally like an eighth or ninth round pick, but hey, at the end of the day, I want to make sure I get my guy, and if I think he's that good, then by God, I need to draft him in the seventh round to secure the fact that I want to get him. So after the James White, we see DK Metcalf come on the board, followed by Easy E, Evan Ingram, Baker the Faker, Mayfield. It's just absolutely fucking atrocious, man. Not even that he's atrocious, it's just that this team system is so dick cheese for Baker Mayfield. They're literally going to be running the ball so much that I don't even see a reason to draft Baker. That's why I'm not on Odell at all. It's not really, I, I don't like Odell as a person. I really fucking hate Odell, but he's a good player. I just don't think this system is going to be passing the ball enough for him to benefit. I think Baker Mayfield will have a good season, just don't want him to be my quarterback too. After that, we see Big Ben Roethlisberger followed by T.Y. Hilton, Tyler Lockett, Cam Akers, Colton Sutton, Jared Goff, and J.K. Dobbins. Out of those picks, I don't really like Cortland Sutton. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I'm really off of the Cortland Sutton train. I thought he was going to be great, and I don't think that he's a bad player. I just think there's too many cooks in the kitchen now in Denver after they went ahead and drafted Jerry Judy as well as KJ Hamler in the 2020 NFL Draft. Now it is our turn to pick yet again. Now I did move the camera over. Sorry if you guys noticed that. If it like fucking threw you off when it just cut. I kept fucking sneezing so I just cut and moved the camera so it's easier for you guys to actually see the draft board now that we are in the later rounds. So right now we are looking at either running back or wide receiver. I don't think we need to draft another quarterback just yet. I think when we wait a couple of rounds, I do like guys later like Gardner Minshew, Drew Locke, especially be just being my quarterback three. Definitely some solid value there at that position. So we're going to go ahead and look for wide receiver and to me there is a clear pick here at the wide receiver position the running backs are kind of dwindling down though so do I want to go ahead and pick a running back here and then hammer the wide receivers next or will the wide receivers be gone let's go ahead and look at the draft board and see if anyone necessarily needs a running back the next team after us has one two three four running backs the team after that has three the team after that has three and then this team is two and that team is three so running backs are going to likely go since you need to start two running backs and just having two or three right now at this point you kind of need to have more uh, but it's a super flex league so obviously it's a bit different considering every team pretty much has two quarterbacks so we're to go ahead here and draft a we're to go we're to go with a wide receiver and then next round we're to go with a running back and just hope that one of them falls our way so it's between DJ Chark and 
Terry McLaurin for me. I like both of these guys a whole shit ton. I have drafted Terry McLaurin more times, so I'm going to draft DJ Chark in this one, and we're going to go ahead and give him a nice breakdown. So DJ Chark of the Jacksonville Jaguars, obviously coming in after an excellent last season in the NFL. The guy was just phenomenal. He's clearly going to be the wide receiver one yet again in Jacksonville. They did draft LaVishka Chenault, I believe, in the third round, but I, you know, they obviously draft him. I just don't know what round. But I think he's going to be great this season. I really see DJ Chark tearing it up yet again. The Saxonville defense is no boring. Dikembe, no, no, no. They don't have that DJ Chark or that ex- excellent Jacksonville defense that they used to have in the past. And now I think that we could see DJ Chark really step forward because that defense is so ass. Gardner Minshew is going to have to be heaving the ball up just to escape the game. So we could see DJ Chark really turn into garbage time Chark and really blow it up for Mr. Baby Chark. Do, 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 baby Chark. And it's saying, oh, value pick. We got a great value right there. It's from the value menu at McDonald's. So after that, we're going to go after DJ Chark, Cam Newton, Cam the board, followed by Ryan Tannehill, Kanan Allen, Kirk Cousins, Stefan Diggs, Terry McLaurin, Devontae Parker, and Michael Gallup. So we did make the right move. Not a single running back was taken. It was all wide receivers, but I think it's because we were looking the wrong way in the draft. I was reading the picks behind us instead of the picks in front of us. You got to go ahead and stop doing too much crack before you record these videos. Future Nick, hopefully future Nick who's editing this knows not to do crack. Obviously, don't do fucking crack, guys, okay? just a joke but now it's time to draft a running back since they fell to us we get to go ahead and snag the guy that I I wanted to take earlier but I just didn't do it and that is my main man Kareem Hunt now if you want to go for upside if you're chasing the upside you're trying to do a rail of coke off of a stripper's ass and then go ahead and draft the player you can draft Ronald Jones I like Ronald Jones I just think he's kind of scary on that team just because Keyshawn Vaughn is there obviously Shady McCoy didn't scare me at all I do think Ronald Jones is a steal in the ninth round but I'm gonna go ahead and draft Kareem Hunt here if Nick Chubb was to go down. Now, Nick Chubb has never missed a game, I don't believe, in his NFL career. So right now, it seems less likely that that could happen. But if it does, Kareem Hunt will value, will skyrocket up. He could be top five running back. Kareem Hunt, though, on his own, will be getting work as the wide receiver three on the team. And if uh, Jarvis Landry was to miss time, he would be the wide receiver number two on the team. He's going to be getting work out of the backfield as well, getting touches. So I think that on a very run-heavy Cleveland Browns offense, Kareem Hunt could really flourish this season and look good just like he did down the stretch last year after he ended up getting unsuspended. After we went ahead and drafted Kareem Hunt, Rojo Canthaboard, followed by A.J. Green, Hollywood Brown, Sony, Michelle, Debo Samuel, Marlon Mack, Jordan Howard, Tyler, yeah, Boyd, Jimmy Guap, and Jarvis Landry. Now, A.J. Green, still a guy I don't like. This guy's going to end up getting drafted in, like, the fourth bucket round. I already know a video is going to come out of Joe Burrow throwing A.J. Green a pass, and these people are just going to start blowing their load all over the fucking telephone, giving it up, just, just fucking cranking them off to A.J. Green. Happens every year. Happened last year. The guy wasn't even seeming like he was going to play first couple of games people still crank them off and move them up the draft board it makes no sense I will not bend the knee to AJ Green I ain't fucking picking him don't do it the guy just two injury concern two injury concern I think he's still talented I just really worry about the injury so now it is time to go ahead and draft either another running back or another wide receiver or maybe a quarterback because the quarterbacks are really fucking flying off the board now and we do need a quarterback three I would suggest drafting four quarterbacks in a two quarterback league you only really need one tight end so now we're gonna go ahead and draft a quarterback and that quarterback right here it to me it's either you chasing upside or you're chasing more of a safer kind of pick Gardner Minshew's the safer pick Joe Burrow is the upside pick. Joe Burrow, obviously Heisman last season, national champion. The guy was butt-fucking. He took Trevor Lawrence's fucking old, big-ass fucking haircut, that long hair. He grabbed it and was raw-dogging him from behind, giving him the good old nasty. 
He fucked him up. He did. And Joe Burrow is a very talented player. I think it will take a bit for him, though, considering there is no preseason this season. So he won't be able to learn what it's really like to be on an NFL field until... It's the first fucking game of the NFL season in September. So I'm going to go ahead here and go with Gardner Minshew since I could have the stack of Baby Chark and Gardner Minshew on my team on any given week. And I really like that upside there. So he would be my pick there. I also have him ranked ahead of Joe Burrow. But I talked about Joe Burrow since the upside is definitely there for him to be a top 12 guy down the stretch or maybe even all year if he is as good as the critics would claim that he is. So after we went ahead and drafted Gardner Minshew, our third quarterback, we can see Joe Burrow come off the board followed by Sam. San Francisco defense. Don't draft the defense early, especially in a super flex league. Followed by Julian Edelman, Horsecock, Drew Locke, Brandon Cooks, Darius Geis, Phillip Rivers, and Tevin Coleman. Darius Geis still getting drafted, even though obviously Fantasy Pros just hasn't fucking updated it yet. Don't draft Darius Geis. The guy's not going to play this year, in my opinion. I just don't think what he did will get him back in the NFL this year. The people will probably forget it. People will forgive him. He'll come back next year and be a fucking Patriot or something. But at the end of the day, this year, I just don't believe Darius Geis will find a home on a team. So I would say he's an irrelevant draft pick this season. And if he does end up coming back, it'll probably be like 10 weeks into the season. So you could pick him up then. Don't go ahead and waste a draft or not, yeah, a draft spot on him right now and a roster spot because it will take a while. So. After we went with our pick right now, our team is looking pretty solid. We have a really balanced roster. We got three quarterbacks. We have one, two, three, four running backs, and three wide receivers. So very balanced approach to this draft. I do like the wide receivers still available. I do like the running backs as well. So it's kind of tipsy-turby here. Do I want to go ahead and secure a running back that I like, or do I want to kind of toss, you know, kind of toss it out there and wait a little bit and maybe get Zach Moss in the next round? I think I'm going to be willing to wait and get a wide receiver here. Right now, our wide receiver core is very safe. We have very safe Adam Thielen, DJ Chark to me, and uh, Mr. DJ Moore are all very safe. We got the double DJs on our team, you know, that was pretty funny fucking laugh you know give me a nice clap i hope you guys have enjoyed thus far even though this has been kind of a hectic video you know i'm not as fucking locked in just completely talking about football we're having a great time today though and i hope you guys have enjoyed so looking at the draft board there's two guys that i like at the wide receiver position there's the really high upside shot of will fuller potentially being the wide receiver one of houston or there's the safe detroit uh marvin jones who i really like as well but i'm gonna go ahead and take a bit of a different approach and go for the riskier pick take the shot on will fuller i take my shot and it's wet i think j cole said that he said shoot my shot and it's wet or shoot my shot and it's brick one of those but this shot's gonna be wet because if will fuller can stay healthy he is going to be skull fucking defenses this guy's amazing he already has the rapport with deshaun watson i do prefer brandon cooks ahead of him though but brandon cooks is already off the board so we're gonna go with the more upside shot on will fuller here would not argue if you'd prefer marvin jones because typically i would go with marvin jones there i just feel our wide receiver core is so safe that we can go ahead and throw a little bit of risk into our team so looking at the draft board after we went ahead and drafted will Fuller, Keyshawn Falkett at the board, followed by C.D. Lamb, Tariq Cohen, Sam Darnold, Carrion Johnson, me, Cole Hardman, Philip Lindsay, Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Burita, Jerry Judy. So now it's time to pick our another running back. I think we can wait on tight end. 
So we're going to take Zach Moss here and hope Hurst falls to us. If not, we'll just take the shot on the tight end carousel and pick someone else. So we're going to go ahead here and select Zach Moss, rookie running back, obviously. Now he is going to Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills are going to have an immense shot to be good this year, one of the better teams in the AFC. And I think Zach Moss is going to be a huge benefactor of this offense. I think that Devin Singletary is not the true alpha running back, the workhorse running back that people might think he is. That's why I think he's getting drafted too high. I think Zach Moss is going to get a lot of work, maybe a 45% split with Devin Singletary. And I think Zach Moss could be dangerous this year, especially if Devin Singletary was to go down. I think Zach Moss would really be able to tear it up, but I don't consider him a handcuff necessarily because I think he is going to be or have those games where he's really good, especially against some garbage defenses. So after it was Zach Moss, Marvin Jones came off the board, followed by Darrell Henderson, Deontay Johnson, Alexander Madison, Ravens defense, Tyler Higby, John Brown, and Tony Pollard, big man Tony P out of Dallas. Now we can go ahead and take the people's tight end, the notorious fantasy staple of the tight end position. I literally draft him in every single mock draft. I don't give a fuck about diversifying the revenue with Hayden Hurst because I believe in the greatness there. Now, you probably should go ahead and diversify, maybe take Gronk, maybe take someone else, but I don't give a fuck. I'm drafting Hayden Hurst here. I love the guy. The Atlanta Falcons are the most pass-heavy offense in the NFL. They were in 2019, and they very well could be in 2020. Hayden Hurst is going to be amazing in the system. Austin Hooper saw almost 100 targets last season in just, or almost 100 receptions, I believe it was. Where to check it out because I don't want to go ahead and give you guys some fake stats. No fake news over here. So I'm going to go ahead and check it out real quick. His stats. He saw nine, almost 100 targets is what I meant. And that was just in 13 games. I think that we could see Hayden Hurst see more than that. Obviously, if he plays all 16, the Atlanta Falcons offense is going to be humming. We already got Matt Ryan. Or we didn't draft Matt Ryan. We should have. No, we, we actually shouldn't know because I like Josh Allen there, but I think Hayden Hurst would be, have been a great stack with Matt Ryan. I think the Matt Ryan-Hayden Hurst stack is going to be on a shit ton of winning fantasy football lineups in 2020, looking at the championship game uh, type of win total for the picks that they have at each and every single position that's in that winning roster. So now everyone ahead and drafted Mr. Hayden Hurst. Hunter Henry can hit the board, followed by Christian Kirk, Latavius Murray, Mike Williams. Mike Will made it. Rob Gronkowski, Chase Edmonds, Duke Johnson, Boston. Scott, Justin, Jackson, and then Justin Jefferson. So now it is time to draft Mr. Irrelevant of our team. And that's going to be quarterback Derek Carr. Don't necessarily have to draft four quarterbacks, but I'm going to, since I like Derek Carr here, I think Derek Carr is going to have a bounce back year. He looked pretty good last year, not like the greatest quarterback to ever grace the NFL, but I made a deep sleepers video talking about Derek Carr. You can go ahead and check that out as well. I really like this offense. I think the offense is set up to really be humming this year. And as my QB for a guy that I could just cut to pick up someone, I'll be happy with him riding the pine and potentially getting a game every once in a while in case anyone was to get hurt, but I would prefer Gardner Minshew, obviously a shit ton above him. So now it's time to draft our kicker and our defense, but to look at the draft board after we made our pick, Adrian Peterson came off the board, obviously skyrocketing up draft boards due to the fact that Darius Geis is gone. Same thing goes with Antonio Gibson, who comes two picks later. After that was Rashad Petty, Antonio Gibson, A.J. Dillon, Jamal Williams, Pittsburgh Steelers defense, Naheem Hines, and the Buffalo Bills defense. So we're going to go ahead and take our kicker here and draft, or not a kicker, we're going to go ahead and get our defense here. I think the Bears have a good week one matchup, if I'm not mistaken, up against Detroit. We already have Stafford, so we can't do that. We're going to go with the Chargers up against rookie Joseph Burrow in his first ever game. I think that's definitely a solid pick there. A bunch of kickers and a bunch of defenses come off the board. 
board after our picks. Now it's time to pick our kicker. You just close your eyes and pick any one. It doesn't really matter. Shout out to my old bitch lame, but my young Hoku. We're going to go ahead and go with Mr. Matthew Gay of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. Actually, we're going to go with Robbie Gould of the San Francisco 49ers. I just think he's going to be slightly better. But there will be a kicker video later in August breaking down all the kickers and telling you guys which one to draft. So we got a B in this draft. Doesn't matter, though, because it's A-plus in my heart. Our roster is comprised of Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, Alvin Kamara, Josh Jacobs, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, Hayden Hurst, James White, uh, LA Chargers defense. We got Robbie Gould. Then we got our benches comprised of DJ Chark, Kareem Hunt, Gardner Minshew, Will Fuller, Zach Moss, and Derek Carr. So let me know down below if you guys did end up enjoying this video. If at any point you did end up enjoying the video, Please make sure to click that subscribe button. I love each and every single one of you motherfuckers. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the second video of the day. There will be another video tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I love you all. Have a great rest of your day. Good boy.